Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 66. And this week we're talking Wreck and Wreck 2. So tonight we have with us Jess. Hello. Ewan. Hello. And Larry. Hello, hello. And we're using a new system this week. Uh, we're going out live, which is a first for us. Hopefully someone watches it, but the podcast will go out as usual. So, Wreck, um, I didn't really write my log line. So, I suppose it's about a reporter with her cameraman, and this film's in Spanish, um, and they go out and spend the night. I think they have a TV show where they go and spend the night with, whether it's police or firemen. And anyway, in this case, it's firemen. And uh, they go to a kind of apartment building and get quarantined. I think that's the basics of what's going on in this. Um, yeah. And it's quite it's quite brutal and it's very, very good. So it was made in 2007. Uh, it was 78 minutes long. It had a budget of $2 million and a box office of $32 million, which is pretty good going, I think. For, yeah. I don't know where is that worldwide. It must be worldwide, but I wonder yeah. where most of that comes. Yeah. From. I don't remember it coming out in the cinemas here. I, I don't remember. Well, it, well, I suppose I would have been young, but they, but they also it, it was a weird thing in America, right? Because um, they released Wreck in Spain um, in two thousand and seven, um, and then somehow because it did well in Spain, they managed to do an American remake. Um, but they released the remake a week before Wreck, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. which is a really piece of devious distribution <laughs> distribution there. Um, which is it's kind of unthinkable now because we're because I because I think people have adjusted by now to you know th the fact that people can read uh, subtitles <laughs> and and it, it shouldn't be people shouldn't be afraid of that. But it's like it, yeah, it was a weird um, it was a weird thing. But it's. Um, uh, no, I, I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't have seen this in my old have been too young, but um, I don't remember it being in the UK. Or if if no. it was, it would have been a really a limited release. I would have thought. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember I, it either. I wonder how it generated its money. Although it is in Spanish, I suppose in Mexico and things and places yeah. like that, um, it would have been huge. Um, so it's oh, this is where I I, I cock up the uh, directors. <laughs> so I've got. Paco Plaza, Paco Plaza, is it, or is it Paco Plaza? I don't know. <laughs> and, and I've got Balaguero, so I'll probably just trash that as well. Um, starred <laughs> Manuela Velasco. That could be right. It could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> and she was in. Wreck, yeah. And she was also in Wreck Two and Four. Now that's pretty much all I could find, other than she'd been in. Lots of it looked like Spanish soaps. I might be wrong. Again, 
Uh, rotten tomatoes, what are we thinking? Just for the first one. Yes. In this I'd I'd put it personally in like the 70s, but okay. I don't know if it's probably going to be in the 70s, sadly. Yeah, I I probably agree. I'll probably say like maybe 77. I'd say 65. Mm. Wow. Oh. Rotten's 89. Oh, oh. okay. I the audience was 82, but yeah, 89. Oh. It's incredible. So this film spawned three other wrecks. <laughs> um, I've not seen three and four. There are They are on my list to watch, but yeah, that's one and two, obviously. Um, you had the American remakes. There was The Quarantine, starring Jennifer Carpenter from Dexter and other things. And there was Quarantine 2 Terminal, which I've never watched. <laughs> I'm sure Larry's seen it and loves it and has a view on it. <laughs> So uh, I haven't seen that, and I must I must watch it. Is it that bad, Larry? I can see you shaking your head. So it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just not on par with like yeah. I mean, quarantine as a as a almost a, an American remake is actually quite well done. Yeah. Um, it's very much is just the exact same film as Wreck. Um, some I mean, it has some parts that deviate off of it. Um, in fact, some of what was in quarantine, um, I feel was, uh, put into rec two. I feel like they watched it and kind of thought, oh, we could put this in. Cause there are certain similarities between those two films, but yeah, no, just the second one's just it's been, uh, been a while since I've watched quarantine. Probably need to watch that again. I can't remember. I remember it being okay. Um, I don't remember it being a bad film, but is it Jennifer Carpenter, I don't remember being in any terrible films, to be honest. She's always pretty good. Very good act actor. I mean, all um, I remember is that I think I, I think I watched Quarantine before I watched Wreck. I think I watched Quarantine like maybe a year or so after it came out when it was on like Sky or something. Um, and I, I honestly don't remember all that much from it. But when I watched Wreck, I thought that was more memorable. So I don't yeah. know if that if that's if that says anything, but um, yeah, 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 I did the same. I started watching this, and then I was like, "Oh wait, I've seen this before, but not." And then I realised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if we we chat, I think if we just if I say some bits about Rec Two as well. So that was two thousand nine. Same directors, um, same actor. I think she's in it for a bit, not all the time. Yeah. Eighty-five minutes. Uh, box. No, I had a budget of six million, which. Yeah, quad, well, tripled. Um, box office was 18 million. Not sure why it didn't do as well. Um, and I've got questions about that with the worm and things, Larry, as you probably looking forward to. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes on this one. What do you think? I reckon people didn't like it as much. Mm. Uh, so I reckon if, if the first one was 89, I reckon this would be... 65 maybe yeah, in the 60s yeah you're pretty pretty much there like 68 audience 60 yeah. so oh. it drops off a bit um and all i've written about this is that a doctor enters the building for samples of a girl and i just wrote the worm so uh <laughs> <laughs> that now this, to this film, I'm, I'm gonna be honest yeah. I, i've watched it a couple of times and i think i didn't didn't concentrate properly, certainly on this second time I watched it. I wasn't as switched on. So my apologies. I know you've watched it again, Larry. Jess probably watched it half hour ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> so it's fresh in your memories. But a lot goes on in the second one, I think. Mm. Mm. It seems to be a lot going on. So, so we chat about it. Um, Jess, first watch. If you had a favourite of the two, <laughs> favourite of the two. Yeah. Uh, what the first and the second? Yeah. The first. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did it feel more? To me, it felt a little bit more real. I don't know how real mm. you can be with it, because. But the second one, a little bit over the top. A bit yeah. like, a bit like last week's. What did we watch last week? There was the second one was a bit. Oh, it was 28 days, wasn't it? Mm. One yeah, felt yeah. a little bit more realistic than the other. Yeah. Um, so that that's you, you just preferred that. Um yeah, this the second one felt a bit too put put together, I guess, yeah. in a way. And there was like obviously a lot going on, like the whole jump in time back from the other group's perspective. Wasn't really a big fan. So yeah, I, mean, I, I, I quite me. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, it lost me towards the end, and I feel like I missed parts as well because I just wasn't as into it as at the beginning. Mm. So, making you watch two films in a day all the time, aren't we? That's you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too it's, much for my brain. It's it hard work. <laughs> it is hard work. How are you, Ewan? Have you? I'm actually quite torn um, between which one I prefer. Um, I think to, I think ultimately I think the first one is better because I think there's a there's an air of mystery and ambiguity about it that ultimately makes it scary. Although I think there are there are points in the first one where even though it's um, an hour twenty or something, there are points where it, it it's slightly boring. In that I I, I don't know if it's um, after watching so many found even though it's what it was one of the um, in terms of like. The newer era of found footage movies it was one of the first to sort of kick read it off so to speak it, it still felt it, it felt quite i don't know a bit clunky at times there were just long moments where not much was happening um and then eventually it it goes into the thrust of it and it becomes really scary and i think especially in that in that last act uh, sorry that last act of the of the first film is really really effective and yeah yeah, yeah. it, it it's funny, really, because because third acts are actually so difficult to to pull off. I mean, it, it, I think in most movies, the third act is is usually the worst because it's usually like they usually try. Okay, well, we, we've set it up, we've got the main bulk of it, mm. we've got to try and figure out how to twist it <laughs> in, in the third. And a lot, a lot. I think most movies don't do it very well, um, but I think with Wreck, they they set up this whole other um layer to it um when they go into the so you know they they have a whole sort of rigmarole where they're struggling around the this this spanish apartment and they eventually get into the penthouse where um where it's thought that the sort of the virus infection zombie thing started um uh oh someone's saying hi um <laughs> hello <laughs> on the oh. um, uh this and... is new for us, everyone. We've got people calling <laughs> as we're speaking. So yeah. someone's watching. Yeah. <laughs> Someone DJ by glitch. Thank you, mate. Yeah. We, we it's, all, it's all for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, and when they get to the penthouse, you're sort of like you're sort of thrown because you you don't know what's going on, and it's sort of you know there's so many sort of Christian images on the walls and sort of various newspaper articles, and it sort of hints to the origins of of what happened in the apartment, and then eventually you get into a, a really effective night vision sequence, um, where they see this really sort of elongated woman, looks a bit like a sort of Modigliani painting, just 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 like massive and long, mm-hmm. and I don't know how she got into that state, I but. Love that. Um, yeah, and you just so she's just creeping around, and it's really horrible, and it's sort of, yeah. and I, I and I live in a in a in a an apartment of flat, uh, sorry, a building of flats. So just watching this on my own, I'm just like every every bump around, I was just like, oh god, it's a fucking zombie <laughs> tall woman trying to get me um, yeah. with a hammer or whatever, um, <laughs> with a hammer, or... with a hammer. Um, Interesting about the second one is that it does away with all with most of the amb- ambiguity, um, which I was initially quite skeptical of because I, with very few exceptions, I, I I like it when horror movies don't tell you everything, um, and I I think that makes the fear more effective. Um, and so I was I was initially skeptical. I also thought with the second one there was like. There was a, like with the opening credits. I didn't really like the opening credits where it's sort of like cut to Tales. the titles yeah. in between the found the found footage. I was just feels like, like yeah. more like a film. Feels like exactly. more like a film. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I, I like my found footage movies to be to feel like they've literally just been found in the ground or something, and you've just put it on, and it's just like there. Um, yeah, and uh, and yeah, it is more mainstream. It it, it weirdly reminded me of. Um, uh, I don't know if you ever played the the fear video games, you know the the, the horror games, yeah, which is literally it, it's like you know a, a SWAT team organised to uh, you know investigate paranormal activity, um, not the film, the the, the genuine activity, um, just like with machine guns and stuff, and and you know that when they're following the SWAT team with sort of like helmet cams and uh, they bring an actual camera, um, it, it felt like that that sort of atmosphere, and I and I kind of. I, I liked how unpredictable it was. I, I, I liked the fact that we suddenly, like sort of midway through, we suddenly went to another um, camera team, these kids who, I mean, in a very unlikely turn of events, managed to get through into the building via the sewers, um, which, you know, I, 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 can, I, can, I can go with. It, it, it seemed a bit silly. It can but happen. I, well, it can, they, Ewan, they, a quick story, right? Because hmm. just... It can happen, this, because I watched Batman Returns, right? Yeah. And oh. we'll talk about this at the end. And, like, they they get the little the baby, and they obviously the little penguin baby who eats cats. And they, they, they really... Right, <laughs> I haven't they seen re- Batman Returns. All right, so okay. Like they really don't want him, this family. So they, they put right. him in his little pram thing, and then they put him in the river, right, in his, like, pram. And he goes off... Like down, Prince of Egypt. Right, yeah. And he goes off down the river into the sewers... And ends up at the zoo being looked after by penguins. <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't seen this film in a long time. Well, you need, need to watch it because it's incredible how these penguins, and they don't have hands or anything else, um, <laughs> could raise this baby. Oh, in yeah, the we're glad we learned that at zoo. least. We've learned that so, penguins don't have hands. <laughs> no, they don't. They have the little flappy bits. You know, yeah. yeah. Flat there. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the there you go. Bits. So, the, I can see where you're coming from. It, it could happen, basically. <laughs> they, it's, they, it's, it's possible. You know, if Tim Burton made it happen, then obviously Rhett can. 
they um they actually referenced that in the first one. So when the when the guys trying to not Batman, uh, no, when the, oh, when the guys no when the um when the guy who <laughs> when the guy who lets them all into their his apartment when in the first one when it all goes kind of tits yeah. up, yeah. he says that there's a there is a way to get out through the sewers because that's why I think um I mean me personally I I love both of these films is is essentially part one and part two because yeah, everything really. from the first film is then brought back for the second so the fire fighter from the in the second film is the driver in the first film um then they obviously reference like the ways to get in and out which then gets sealed up um they actually take um from part like from quarantine they take um uh, the shot where the matey tries to open the um, window to get out and get shot, and they take right. that and put it into Rec Two, which is okay. quite interesting. Um, but yeah, no, that I mean, Rec One is kind of like the the setup, the setup uh, where it's all ambiguous, and the ending kind of goes, okay, what's going on here? And as said, the second one answers all of those questions mm. um, in quite a straightforward way. So, like the girl um the girl from well the girl that um they reference at the end of the first one the the old lady sh like shammering mm. about in in the in the attic M is the medirus or Mid yeah, or yeah she she's the original possessed girl from rome um who the scientist is basically working on to try and get her blood in order to create a cure um in order to create a cure um and yeah so she, he locks her in the base in the attic mm. so that and he puts a he puts a uh kind of i guess like a um a religious um saying on the door so that yeah. Yeah. she can't escape mm. and then obviously in the in the second one and obviously spoilers um for people who haven't seen it but it's revealed that at the end of the first one, the she transfers the infection, the possession over to the main character. And the reason she's not infected is because she's not bitten. She just transfers it straight into her mouth through like what looks like a uh, worm, which is all digital effects. Uh, there's no practical in it. That's a good looking um, worm. I thought that was practical. The yeah. blood as well. The blood as well in the second one is... Um, is, is a practical effect where he puts mm. the cross to it. It's magnets yeah. which react oh, to nice. the liquid. Um, there's loads of special effects. I would I would actually recommend if 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 it's where the extra four million went. Well, yeah, it's it's but it's very it's yeah. very good in that the visual effects in the second one they have digital effects, but they also have practical. Um, which obviously, if anyone who does special effects knows that when you have a camera as you probably can see now when you have cameras that are flying all over the show and it's not yeah. stabilized it's a lot trickier to make it convincing yeah it was it was very i i really enjoy i i think that's kind of what um I, I, in, in some instance i prefer the, the second one over the first one because there are scenes especially when they're in i can't remember which scene it was but it's when they're in the apartment and it's ju it just feels really sort of claustrophobic and the zombies are literally just coming at you and yeah. it's just it's it's so it's i 
I was one. I was I was worrying about my neighbors because I just kept going. Oh, what? What? No! Ah, get away! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But it's uh, as you say, it's it's really fun, and I think um, that's something, or at least to to that extent, I think they probably couldn't have achieved in the first one because they just didn't have the budget. Whereas now, because they do have the budget, they're able to do it a bit, um, uh, create more of an impact. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think I, th- I think both films have have their merits. Um, uh, for their own reason, I, I think. I think. I mean, as I say, the second one t- took a bit of time to warm to because it's literally. If the first one was like found footage, twenty eight days later, the sequel is found footage Exorcist. <laughs> you know, yeah. it literally go goes full full throttle, like to the point where it's like literally the the sort of possessed girl is calling the priest a cunt. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, literally, yeah. literally probably Exorcist. But I like that. You know, it, it, I eventually I, I warmed to it. Um, uh and it was it was it was good fun i i i enjoyed it yeah there's there's some there's some interesting tidbits as well from the second one so they got they got all the the cast from the first film to come back so all Mm -hmm. of the infected the only character who doesn't return is the woman who is the mother who's handcuffed to the Mm -hmm. um to the stairs yeah she 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 is the only one who didn't return, and a little the, girl. I'm presuming because she would be a lot older now, right? It's no, it's the same little girl. Oh. Uh, same little girl. This was filmed. Rec two was filmed again. It was filmed with the idea of being always um, a, a, a set as a two parter. I'm not sure mm-hmm. who did the third and whether or not because they are very different films. And I would just highly recommend people just to stick to one and two. Um, but yeah, the little girl returned and she, she had to have like a, a mannequin made up of her because there's a shot where she spews blood on the walls, which is completely just a mannequin, um, that yeah, they're throwing about. Well. That's um, that was a very 28 days later. The, shot. the cameraman from the first one is the same, obviously the same cameraman. It says the same person in the second one, but obviously playing two different roles. So um and there's and then an interesting i guess if 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 anyone would like to know i guess but when in the second one when the, all the infected first come up and you know running down the stairs they obviously couldn't use the cinematographer who was using the camera who played the first one so they just got a random guy in a hoodie to play um pa- pablo i believe his name yeah. is yeah pablo but, i thought um, i thought it was interesting yeah. as well in in, in rec 2 when Suddenly, the uh, essentially the all the original cast from the first film, essentially all sort of gather together and like run down the stairs. I'm wondering if they were just all in the same apartment, just sort of like I don't know, just sort of hanging out together. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, we've been through a lot, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have. Oh, there's someone outside. Let's get them. <laughs> one, what? one, one shot what? I love from the first one is that is when um the firefighter has the um. Uh, what's it called? The like the sledgehammer, mm. almost. And they go into the apartment looking for the keys. And he's like, oh, "I'll stay outside. You just look for the keys." And they come outside, and they're like, "Where's?" I think his name's Manu. And they're like, mm. "Where's? Where's Manu?" And they look down the stairs, and all the infected like oh, are on yeah. different that's, levels. That's a horrible shot. I mean, that, I mean, that's yeah. That, I mean, that's used in a lot of the sort of um, the press and stuff. I mean, I, I'm 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 really glad that I didn't see that before 
watching the film the first time. So I, I remember watching that the first time and just being fucking freaked because that that it that is nightmare fuel. Yeah, like, yeah. at the top yeah. of the stairs and zombies are just running to get you and it's, there's no escape. Yeah. It's that moment. It's that gut feeling of like, where's the guy who was just here? <laughs> looking down seeing all the infected and then him being one of them looking mm. up um and then they all just start running up yeah i, I thought that was quite a good um it, it's almost a callback um in, in rec 2 when um when they essentially throw the body over uh, over the stair over the stairs and he flings down and then yeah. um mm -hmm. the other sort of gang so to speak of camera people are sort of there on the stairs and they look up i thought that was really effective because i thought it, it was really sort of like okay who the fuck are these people now what's going yeah. what, what is yeah. happening and then i but i, I really like that I, I like how it's like it's almost it, it's almost a puzzle piece narrative told in a very um uh accessible way um and I, 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 I kind of like that way of telling stories anyway, just like, you know, from their perspective, from the start and then from their perspective from the start. And yeah. then, and then it's, it was funny at, at the last point where they go back to see how um, Angela was like, you know, fed the worm. Yeah. Um, my internet just decided to cut out at that at that point. <laughs> and oh. it, I was like, it was, it was like, I don't know, two minutes till the end. Like, just you on internet, you fed... were you on internet plus? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a very right. good service so, on my end. There's a very interesting point as well in the second one, is that there's the two... You know how there's three teenagers? Yeah. Two of those teenagers just get locked in a bathroom and they're never seen again. All right. They like. I did think that. The, yeah, they just best, get... Best place get for them. I would well, say. Well, best place is... for them. What got me was I always thought that Rec 3 would explore that. Oh, okay. And that kind of like, you know, but instead it... It's, it's a prequel, just, isn't it, Rec 3? I know, it's a it's at a wedding and there's a wedding going on and the infection reaches the wedding and then the oh, found right. footage stuff lasts in the first 10 minutes and then someone drops the camera and then it does that horrible effect where the camera moves out of the camera that's fallen and then it turns into a normal film. Like a not shot right. normally, which I oh. think completely <laughs> takes away from. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and, and that that was another thing that happened in Rec Two, which I was slightly confused by. I, th I think I understand it, but it was when um, it, it was essentially going back to the night vision, and things appeared in the night vision which didn't appear when light was there. And I, yeah. I, I don't think I fully understood it as I was watching it, but I'm guessing it's like things are things appear in the dark that don't appear in the light it's, or something it's like dimensional stuff because they right. again if you like with the making of they talk about how it's like essentially fourth dimensional i mean they don't specifically say in the making that it's fourth dimensional but they talk mm. about it where it's like you can certain things because that officer gets pulled in and then mm. where they turn the vision off he's just gone so it's yeah. i imagine it's like where the possession right. came from this mm. is where we get into the bit of Kev's confusion, I like to call it. Um, I, sh I should have a little trailer for that, shouldn't I, or something? Um, <laughs> a jingle. Yeah, a, a jingle for Kev's confusion. There you go, Larry. Come up with that one. Um, so, the, the possession bit and the children. Oh, I hated them. In the yeah, attic and like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> now, obviously, in the first one, we're thinking virus. That's what I was mm. thinking. Um, mm. Similar to 
28 days later and all the hundreds of others. Um, and then it goes into possession. I quite like the possession side of it, but why? It well, it's essentially it's essentially both. So what yeah. they what what they're trying to say is is that the the like origin of it is someone who has been possessed by a demon, and the infection side of it is where it goes into more like zombies and rabies. So yeah. the the demon is only one demon that right. it can talk through any of the infected. Which demon um, is it? It's one the we know of. It's the one who's infected the original girl who's in the attic. Hmm. Who's the you know the old lady who's like so is that about. is that one only through the worm? So is is that the worm kind of... the worm is essentially I guess the representation of that yeah. demon. And then, then See, it I can saw that because worms those kinds of things are more like parasites, right? Mm. So it's like mm. surely this is a parasite rather than a demonic. Yes, it's, it's, it, it gets the, it gets confusing, but it's on one of his tapes that he basically explains it that they don't know how the virus is spreading, but then essentially he says in the tapes that the original girl who's possessed he's locked in the top of um, penthouse apartment so mm. that he can try and essentially formulate a cure with her blood, but the the end like the twist of it is that it's not the girl it's that's it's that parasite so mm. it's like 50 50 where it's essentially a demon but it's infecting people through in like the normal infection kind of way like if you get bitten or saliva mm -hmm. um drips it, in your eye yeah well yeah because the first film as well makes it out very it tries to make out in the first half of the film that it's the dog Mm. That oh you know the dog and it like had similar things like similar reaction of like rabies, but then to as it goes on and on the all of the people who are infected are the people who first come into contact with a the dog, and then as it continues on like you've got the old lady, um, who I believe checks the penthouse in the first one, which is why she gets is similarly infected. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 uh, that, that's why I like them both together though, because the first one is very much infection film, the second one is very much then leans towards more the religious side of it. Um, mm -hmm. So you kind of, I, I don't know, I, I think they work good well, together. They're amazing films. They're very claustrophobic, and the way they captured that, um, it's just just brilliant. Uh, especially, I, I like the second one a lot, especially when they're inside the the ducks, you know. The air ducks and things, and they mm, get chased yeah. by kids and, and and things, and that was found footage, wasn't it? Cause... Yeah, 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 it's on yeah. the helmet cams. I'd... Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't, but that Which was found... all, that was all really good. Yeah, I mean, I found it interesting again, sort of going back to sort of how it looked like the sort of the fear games. I think I think they wanted to have that kind of um, impact, I guess, to, almost like the impact of a first-person shooter. Where you're just you're 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 literally the person operating the gun, and you're in that kind of frightening mm. situation as if you're as if you're there. And I think for that scene in particular, where he just goes into the air ducts, gets the blood, and then several of those horrible <laughs> children just like come with us scuffling yeah. towards him. It's yeah. just um and you know, Magic gets the great honor, it's great. But also an another great scene, which was also perhaps equally as as frightening and claustrophobic, was when 
that one of the soldiers just gets just gets completely fucked in the corridor and he like um, manages to hide himself in the bathroom. Yeah, um, yeah. And he's like, "I'm yeah. totally fucked. I might as well just shoot myself." And, it, and it's a re- it's a really good scene as well because it was it was just it's just hopeless, really. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it, well, it's, it's, it's it starts off, doesn't it? Like he's he's in there and there's like one infected on mm. one side, and then another one gets oh, through yeah, the door, yeah. and then he opens the bathroom and there's another one, and it just keeps yeah. adding it on to the point. If you were in that scenario, you're just like, what do I do? Like I yeah. am so screwed. Yeah, and then, and then there's also uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but I'm mainly because I I probably like Jess. I watched Rec Two like half an hour ago. Um, <laughs> so um, but it was like also that scene where, with the teenagers when they open the door where the priest put the knife in with the cross and everything. They open the door and it's like the silhouette of the one of the infected men. And he just stands there for ages and it's just like yeah. when is he just gonna run? <laughs> and it's just yeah. like Rah! Yeah. But yeah. it's um well that we sim- similarly like that's what I love one one of my favorite bits in both of those films from the first one is when they're all panicking and if it's your first time watching you're you kind of feel in that kind of group of like what is going on and then just in the background the fireman just falls down and just yeah. slams on yeah, the floor. Yeah, that was really good. The, Again, yeah. I mean what what we've been talking about uh well what we talked about when we watched um Cloverfield and when you mentioned how they used um, sound design like music, mm-hmm. um, it was essentially it's essentially the same yeah. the same property. Whereas because you know that the fireman falling down the stair is pretty much just like almost like um, like how basic horror movies use music as like a jump scare, just like yeah. and they use it so effectively. Just the impact on the on the floor of this guy yeah. just completely you know exploded. It just it's it's brilliant. They they do it as well when they let the um the quarantine matey in in the first one when they're when they have the shot just held on him coming in they have these like humming sounds coming through which change mm. tone which are very much are almost like you know in your typical horror where you yeah. have like the you know building up to something it's just very clever how they how they put it together which is why i'm just not a fan of three and four um mm. because they just go totally off the rails with it whereas i do think quarantine did a very good job of going well how do we adapt this but all i would say to people is watch wreck because it's you know just like it is the same film i mean it ends in fact the exact same way Mm. um there's literally no dv i mean they add like i said they add certain bits in there but it's very much the same film i also wonder i mean it's um i mean uh, as a reason to watch it um I mean, there's many reasons to watch it, but it's also, I I feel like it was, it might have been the first film of that, of that sort of late found footage era that lasted for a few years afterwards. Because it was, it's really weird that I, I, this might be really boring, but I looked on sort of IMDb at all the release dates and everything. And I think um, it initially was, Rec was released in 2007 for film festivals and for Spain. It was eventually released in 2008 in America. But by then, when it was released in 2008, Cloverfield had come out. Um, and then uh, Paranormal Activity also released in film festivals in 2007, but that didn't come out until 2009. So it was, it's like a, it's a, re- a really weird grouping there. But I feel like Wreck, I think along with there was another film called The Poughkeepsie Tapes, which I haven't, which I haven't seen. Um, which is worth a watch. I have seen it a few times. It does pop up on YouTube from time to time. And I, I That's think quite brutal, pic- though. 
I think the people who made that also made Quarantine. I'm not entirely yeah. sure about that, but I think I think they were sort of enlisted. I don't um, think you should watch it, Jess. To be honest, <laughs> no. the Gipsy tapes. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Very ominous. <laughs> Do not watch the tapes. Yeah, but it's no. but it's interesting how I mean it's, it, 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 I I feel weirdly old when this comes up because it's like it's like oh I remember the days when every every horror film was a found footage was a found footage movie because it's like it sort of tailed off sort of in the early 2010s I think the sort of mm. found footage fad um, mm. it kind it it kind of but but I but I reckon. I think with Cloverfield, I think the re the Rex are my favourite of of, yeah. of 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 the lot. I think eventually followed by Paranormal Activity, but they kind of yeah. ruined yeah, it yeah. a bit by the third one, I think. <laughs> and then it's sort of I, th I think I think the I, I had no idea about this, but the latest Paranormal Activity I think came out last year. It's so meant to be very good. I've not seen, it? seen, it. I've seen so it. I own like there's how many is there? I've got them here. One, two, three. So there's six Paranormal Activities. Mm. Um, but I own, and I know there's definitely a seventh mm. that's come out recently. It's meant to be okay, I think, but um, mm. I've not seen it come up anywhere. I don't know if it's on Internet Plus, probably worth a look. <laughs> um, but I really like the paranormal activity, I don't have a problem pretty much with the, any of them. the first one. I think is the only one that I'd ever count, and I think that that's because it what I it managed the to marked do. Ones. Have you watched the marked one? I have, I oh, have. I like that one. Yeah, uh, I, just... I, I, I mean, the problem I find is that I, I actually really like one and two. Although I think two is really annoying because they got in. I mean, she's not a well-known actress, but I, I'd seen her in other things, and I think that kind of almost ruins the effect in, in some ways. That it's like again found footage if they get you know a, a fairly known actress in. But I think after that, they just. They just came up with new stories, which were inferior to the first two, and then yeah. they tried really clunkily to connect it to those. Well, to they, those first yeah, two. <laughs> they also tried. They also tried to add in like new technology because yeah, they were I'm like, going to stop we... you there, right? Stop, <laughs> stop, stop. They're like, wasn't it an stop. Xbox Connect as well that they had in one of them? <laughs> yes, they did. And they, and that and was they amazing. Were, and, and they were like, so <laughs> realistic. Larry, stop. <laughs> we can see ghosts on this connect. Get your connects out now. Buy now at Microsoft. I've got a connect. Do you want to borrow it, Larry? You know, you, Just you put can... the green dots on the wall. Like. <laughs> it's, it's just the thing of like a. It's the same with the Rex, though. It's the same with. Yeah. It's, again, it's the same with the Blair Witch. They, they have uh, a premise which really works. Um, Especially like you know with Blair Witch, I love the the fan the big fan theory out there that it's not a, a witch. It's it's just the two guys trying to mess with the girl's yeah. head. Yeah. But my issue with most of these is that they start with a really good premise, and then you know similarly they maybe the second one or whatever could is all, all right, and then they just beat it to the ground. Mm. And as you know, with Wreck, I mean, Wreck is the perfect example, I think, because you have two films which are clearly made with not only like the passion for it, but also their connecting stories. And I think it works very well. And it just tails off by the third into something that it clearly was never meant to be. And then by the fourth, they try and revamp it with the same character coming back. And just by that point, I mean, no offense if there's any fans out there who do like them, but for me personally, just doesn't do it for me. It's also a bit like, because um, again, this is, um, it's almost fits in with 
um, the still going trend of like remakes and everything is that they tried to do a sort of remake sequel of Blair Witch. They just called it Blair Witch, and yeah. that was well, appalling. Well, <laughs> oh, did you do? Did you did you, did, did, did you hear was what they said? Boy? Was did it you hear? Boy? No, it wasn't. <laughs> did you hear what they said about the ending as well to that film? Which just oh, to me felt like, yeah. Well, they, they they showed the witch at the end, and then the director right. and the writer were like, "No, that's not the witch. That's that's a different horror character." I think I like... think it's all down to interpretation, really. Like <laughs> to be honest, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd put I'd put those I'd put that Blair Witch film as somebody who went how do we make money quick yeah yeah and yeah, then yeah, wrote a wrote a script yeah. and then went what's your script called and it was probably called something like I don't know Dark Days and they went no <laughs> no 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 we'll call it Blair Witch yeah. <laughs> didn't they have a drone as well yeah they have yeah, drones they and had a drone. the the forest just <laughs> the forest just changes the time of day. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Buckle up, guys. We're going yeah. for an adventure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how much more do you want to talk about this? Um, I'm happy to uh, rate it. Yeah. Um, I love both of them. I have to admit, second. The other night, I didn't watch the second one as much as I should have done, though. I think there's a lot more going on in the second one, and it's it suited me. I kind of prefer the second one for mm. for the amount that was going on, although it confused me. Because um, I like possession films anyway. So as soon as it added anything along The Exorcist to a film, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I love it. Mm. Um, so I preferred the second one. Obviously, there is no second one without the first one. But for me, I'm going to give them both eights. Okay? Um, I just think they're perfect to watch one after the other. I think it's a lot of fun. I think my son was watching one of them, but it got quite brutal. So um, we didn't watch the end of the second one. But, yeah, I, I, it's some I'm definitely – I own them. So it, I'll be re-watching them every year or two. So – for me, eight, Jess, and this is new to you. This is fresh in your memory mm. as a I'd new give watch. The first one, probably an eight. I mean, this is my favorite genre. Like any kind yeah. of found footage horror is my thing. Mm. I love it. Mm. Um, but the second one didn't feel quite as authentic to me, I guess. Um, so, probably yeah. like a six. Mm. Okay, one. yeah. Cool. You? I think, um, I think I might do the same as you, Kev. I think I, I think I'll give them both eights. Although in my mind, I think Rec Two might. I, I think I, I think I might have preferred Rec Two, um, just because I, I feel like I was I was more engaged with it. I was more surprised, and even the sort of I even liked all the really batshit stuff, which. Um, which sometimes I'm I'm sort of a bit skeptical about, but I but I feel like it it worked within its own context, and you could see they were they were so sort of once they decided clearly when they decided when that okay this is going to be a possession movie we're not going to do pandemic or whatever it's just going to be a possession movie they really went like full full throttle into it and I and I I quite enjoyed that despite all like 
the, the some of the sillier aspects i i i i enjoy it so yeah for now i'll, I'll say both of them are an eight, eight. excellent this is I've tricky just, i've just worked out who's uh watch commenting yeah, on our podcast at the moment just jess's jess's brother Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I figured I, I did think that from the start <laughs> I didn't because he has his username is normally and don't laugh I know you're going to his username is Pongo McFury right <laughs> Pongo <laughs> McFury so yeah there um, he is say hi Pongo um <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, he's watching anyway. <laughs> I'd probably have to agree with... Um, I don't know. It's tricky because I prefer the first one, but that's only only because I think that even if you watch the first one and didn't watch the second one, it makes sense enough to stand alone. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do think the second one is fantastic as well so i'd probably say i'd i'd probably say yeah i'd probably say both of them are eights but if i had to give one just a little bit higher i'd say probably wreck one but that's not to say that wreck two isn't good because i think that both of them together it it, they could just be called wreck part one yeah just a big wreck (laughs) three hour three hour (laughs) film watch this wreck yeah. Um, but no, yeah, you can watch them one after the other. Like that's mm-hmm. what I that's what I like about them is that they just continue. You could just continue them on, and that's actually not a bad idea. I I would actually, I, I think that would be a cool idea if they re-released them and kind of did one big cut. So mm. it's just one yeah. long. That's literally that. how I watched them today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the best. It's it's best way too. I think. Mm. Um, Was it a good experience, Jess? Really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. Watching them back to back, they did like just. I really liked it, but they just fell straight into the other one. Yeah, there was no kind of time difference. Because yeah. the film starts off being like, "Oh, the inspector went in seventy minutes ago." And it's like, "Oh, cool!" So we're literally yeah. right there. Okay, yeah. so that's well, I don't know what the score is on that, but you're looking at sevens and eights, aren't we? Really. Mm-hmm. Um. So, shall we move on to what we watch this week? What have you been watching? No, seriously. What have you been watching? There you go. So, listeners, we're using a new kind of bit of software, so I'm still getting used to it. When to press the buttons and when to not. So, what did I watch this week? Now, I finished watching Afterlife. Hopefully, Jess may show something in a minute. But um, Afterlife with Ricky Gervais about his wife as um, she died of cancer and and, and his dealings with all that. Um, and there's, I've just finished the third season. I think it's the final season. Is it's just so good to watch. It's on Netflix. Um, it's sad. It had me as well in the hospital. I know what you and you probably know what I'm talking mm. about. Yeah. Um and it's had me a few times because yeah, he he, he says it how it is, Ricky Gervais. Mm. And uh <laughs> so it's... and he gets it. 
and that's quite a talent to have, really. And and like, if you ever, if you've never seen anything by Ricky Gervais, like he just captures realism. I think all the time. So like for me, I just such an amazing kind of ending to this, and it's perfect in many ways. Um, yeah, it, it got me definitely the last episode, um, and it, it just says that there's always someone worse out there than you mm. you know so amazing so finished watching that um i'm gonna move to larry now because i'll come back to what i've watched in a bit um so larry what did you watch so if we just we all do one each or two each for each whatever so larry uh i'm i've been watching this series on netflix which came out um yesterday called all of us are dead um, yes. Yeah. It's I believe it's South Korean, um, and yeah, I'm on episode three at the moment, um, and yeah, it it was it's very very good. Um, I would recommend people if they like Squid Game to give it a I've watch because it very it much yeah yeah it very much um, follows a similar not a similar plot but it has that same style and it has characters that you kind of lean towards and kind of go okay really fixated in and want to see how they go um and yeah i i would recommend it highly it's a it's basically a zombie outbreak series um all set in a school uh there are certain bits that are not set in the school but i won't go too much into that because that does get into spoilers yeah. but yeah it's um it's really good and the practical effects the cgi are really good the acting's really good um and yeah i would i would highly recommend it it's it also has a different take as well on the infection which is good yeah i mean it's, it's also i've watched the first episode of it um and i was actually quite surprised in some ways because i because it's not they don't go in with the zombies it, i think it takes about 40 minutes on the first episode yeah. for the zombies to be really introduced um and they build it up really really nicely um and i was actually surprised at how how shocking some of the scenes were i mean in a good way it yeah. was sort of um i mean i, I suppose this won't be a spoiler because it's in the first 10 minutes but the 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 first scene is is um you know a a boy being beaten up on a rooftop by yeah. like five bullies and it's a, it's it's horrific it's, a, it's yeah. it was just one of those it was really sort of just it reminded me a bit of um uh, the opening of it chapter two yeah. Um, yeah which is just like it's almost like real real life horror um that sort of counterbalances like the fantastical horror um so i i, I thought i i really enjoyed that i thought i thought it was good yeah, the episode I'm on at the moment, um, and especially just like looking at, I mean, seeing bits that I've already seen and seeing bits that I haven't yet. Um, but there's, yeah, in episode three, there was um, something, I won't go into it and spoil it, but there was something that happened that just had me like making actual fists, just going, oh, you bugger <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um and then literally uh, mine's mine's quite simple this week i uh i re-watched a film that i had mentioned last week called feast um the first time i watched it um hey hey, hey hang on a minute i'm on i'm on my new system here we're all go doing one at a time larry <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, time, that, Larry, that, that gives yeah. that gives Jess time. 
That gives Jess time. To I was on it. Up right? the yeah. I was there. <laughs> I was, I was going to say. I was going to say it was already on. You know what I mean? Well, you carry on then. But I was Too trying good. to just do one each, and then Jess is. I, you know, we can give her a bit of time to. Jess was it up. Yeah, was it was it up. up. It was ready to go. It was ready. I, go, I, I, I put that. I, I feel that there was <laughs> there was a break there for no reason. <laughs> um, anyway, this is what I got yeah. my degree for, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very proud of you. A- anyway, um, just to yes. introduce Larry. Come on. <laughs> no, you know, I, you know, I will take a break. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so yeah, I watched. I rewatched Feast. Um, here we go. I watched it. I watched Hang it. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. There it is. <laughs> Listeners, you need to watch the uh, YouTube version. <laughs> I was going to say that probably made no sense for the listeners. No. Just like, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, where was I? That's kind of be off track now. Uh, yeah. So I rewatched Feast the first time I watched it. Um, uh, the first time I'd watched it, I'd seen it uh, quite a bit ago, um, and then I um, watched it, and the the quality of it wasn't wasn't uh, that good the first the the most recent time I watched it. But I rewatched it again, um, and I actually think it's one of those uh, horrors that I think if you just want a quick good like a good horror film to put on, and it kind of knows exactly what it is um and it's over the top it's it's a bit silly but it just has i think it's very it's a charming horror film because you can put it on and it it, like i said it knows exactly what it is but it's really entertaining as well and shout out to obviously the practical effects and everything that they do in it because it's very gory um it's like again this is not a spoiler but the the monsters in it are uh, monsters in in the film are very much based on like uh, like alpha predators who want to basically like kill and have sex. And what channel is this on, Harry? I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure it is on some uh, streaming services actually. Um, Internet Plus. I, I presume they <laughs> have it. Um, Internet Internet Plus will have it. Um, <laughs> And but yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure you can find it, and um, and then also like obviously you can you can find it in most places very cheap because it's a yeah. very very. I'm gonna watch film. that. That looks really good, and it's got Matt Damon like in Matt Damon involved in it. Yeah, mm. and where's Craven? I thought I saw there. Yes, yes. So he uh, he produced. He was one of the producers um, with Ben Affleck yeah. and and Matt Damon, and there was another person, but I cannot remember. Um, I cannot remember. His name or her name? Okay, Ewan. Well, this uh, I, I've. It, it's funny, right? Because I um, I worked a lot last week, so I had like um, a, a day off uh, this week, um, and I decided to get some games which I missed out on when they when they came around the first time. Yeah. Um, and I bought Love is not uh, Love is Strange. Life is Strange. Um. Which was, I think, initially re- released on the PS4 um, yeah. in 2015. I think um, I'd always heard stuff about it. I'd never. It was always sort of in the sort of PlayStation Store ether, and I just just didn't 
didn't ever pay attention to it. And I finally decided to get it. I think there's a remastered version coming out soon. So I thought, okay, because it's released episodically. The first episode is free. So, I go, oh, I'll try it out. I'll try that first episode. And oh my God, I really enjoyed it to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't wait for the remastered version to come out. I had to just... I had to just get all the episodes now and just play it because I was just so sort of it, it it's it's one of those things where it's like with any teen drama you get a sort of a, a certain level of nostalgia but yeah. with this it was like so much like sort of flooding back of like being a teenager or at least being an 18 year old not least because it has a character who's 18 years old in 2013 which is I think when I was 18 years old yeah. so it was sort of like that weird connective tissue it's just like um uh, for those who don't know, it's, it's, it's basically following an 18-year-old photography student who goes to this um, American academy. Um, it's very sort of Americana. There's like diners and it's like high, almost a high school environment and stuff like that. And she discovers that she can essentially re rewind through time. Um, but, it's, uh, but it's interesting because I didn't, I didn't know that aspect of it at all. I just sort of went in completely, completely sort of blank. And I like the fact that it doesn't the superpower even though it becomes more significant it, it is it is almost incidental to everything else that's happening around her in that it's very much about i mean there is like um a, a missing person involved and uh this teenager is trying to find out what happened to her and stuff like that but it's very much about sort of sort of being 18 and it, it, it i mean it's, it, it's really weird to think about since like you know, being 18 was like, I don't know, eight years ago for me. But it was like, it, just like the thought she has, it's like slightly pretentious, slightly arrogant, slightly overconfident, but really sort of artistic in, in that weird way. And you sort of like, oh, yeah, I remember being like that. You, you, you know, we just get, go, I don't know if Lawrence and Jess might relate to this, but it's sort of like when you're just like walking down the street and you like look at something, it's like, oh, yeah, that'd be a good shot in a movie. And yeah. it's sort of like that that kind of atmosphere that is like in Life is Strange. And I was like, it was really sort of really affecting us. So I played that all day on Tuesday and I played it all day today as well. Um, the only thing I don't yeah. like about that, the only thing I, because I have, I, played through that um when it came out mm. and i think it's great it's a great game but the only part of it i didn't like was part uh part five. Oh well because... i've got to that point yet so we'll oh, just... i'm i will I've, not I've just... say a thing I've just finished part three, um, but um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean it's not without its faults. I mean, um, I mean there are certain sort of story things which which don't necessarily make sense, and uh, and it's funny playing it because I because I inevitably got the PS4 version. Um, mm. Playing on a 4K TV, it's, <laughs> it kind of struggles because <laughs> it's just like, oh, I don't know. When but, you when um, you finish when you finish it. Um, let me know because, and I'm, this won't, this isn't a spoiler or anything, mm. but just let me know when you get to part five which film it reminds you of. Okay. Okay. Because if you, if you see it through that lens, then that's why for me, when, when I was playing it and I got to that final part, I mean, to be honest, I, can, I suppose I can kind of guess which, which film it might be. Can I, I, can I say it now? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it will be, but g g go for it. Donnie Darko? No, no. Okay, <laughs> I can't. I cannot say the film because right, you will okay. just go. Oh, I know what's going on. But all yeah. I'm going to say is, if you, we, I know we have talked about that film. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. just waiting for for you to see when it clicks. Yeah, sure, of like, sure. oh no. Okay. <laughs> but again, really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 
Um, oh, I'll go to Jess now. New, new, new format. <laughs> <laughs> we're all adjusting. <laughs> we can give Jess warning then what we're going to talk about. It's next. like silence, Ewan. Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Ewan, silence. <laughs> uh, honestly, again, I've been rubbish. I haven't really so watched Je- anything. Jess has watched this week. Wreck. Wreck yep, 2. And Wreck 2. And then I also did watch the first three episodes of Afterlife, the first season. Nice. Um, first season? Yeah. So I oh, hadn't wow. seen it before. And then I've seen That's got the school scene. It. Is that the one with the school? Quite a famous scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, what, yeah, yeah. That one. yeah that was great. <laughs> right. Um, the, the, the last episode I watched, or maybe I watched one three, it ended with the, I, I guess it must be the big thing of the first season, where it ends and you're like, Oh god, what just happened? Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna watch the next episode um, at some point. But They're lovely though, aren't they? Yeah, they are great. It's great. Yeah. I really like it. I mean, every episode has had me nearly in tears. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's quite exhausting after a while. <laughs> yeah, but it's very good. Mm. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing. So I'll go to Batman then. Yeah. So. My my children hadn't seen Batman Returns. They'd seen the first one. They'd never seen, you know, with Danny DeVito playing the Penguin. And who else is in it? Um, Christopher Walken's in it. So there are some big actors. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer plays Catwoman. Um, but it's, it's just a lot of fun. I think it's a really good movie. Is this Michael um, Keaton as Batman? Yeah, Michael Keaton as Batman. Um so, oh, look at the penguins. Yeah, so we discussed this briefly at the beginning with the whole um, travelling down the sewers and being raised by penguins. Um, it's a great film. It's a lot of fun. Don't take it seriously. The music's great. It's Tim Burton. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I hadn't watched this for about 20 years. Um it's been that long, at least 20 years. And I, I owned it because one day I wanted to sit there with the kids and watch it. And um, Alex has pretty much watched most of it. And then he disappeared to the toilet and never came back. So uh, <laughs> he's still got about half hour to go. So I can highly recommend Batman Returns. It's not horror, but it's a lot of fun. So there you go. Um, Larry. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you got any more? Is there I, any I, more? There's not really any more that I have to that I watch. The only thing that I would say, and I mean, Jess, fair play. I don't know where you'll find this. I, but the only thing I, I would have to add is that um, it's not really something I've watched, but something that planning in, but um. We're doing some reshoots um, for The Lock this year before it actually goes um, up for everyone to watch, which will be on, quite interesting. That's going on Prime, isn't it? This is hopefully, your movie. Yeah, yeah, hopefully so, all on Prime. Um, nice. And then, yeah, so the idea will be to do some of that. And then after that, it's... Um, it's well, so at the kind of say after, but it'll be towards at the same time. Um, yeah, I will eventually get around to sending that script to everybody. 
and then we'll crack on with that. <laughs> Which and be, maybe the yeah. other one that we've been waiting yeah. for the second draft. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, God. No, yeah, no. So frightened then. <laughs> yeah, no. I was literally like, I was literally like, huh? <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. That's uh. That's uh. Uh. Su yep. souvenir. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That that one. That one. In all honesty, that one I took a step back from only because um, with some of the projects that we've discussed and talked about and obviously that we want to kind of put out there first um hoping that there can be a bit more of a budget um mm -hmm. which is always beneficial with any short film or feature film but yeah there's quite a lot of scripts i'm i'm very slow when it comes to writing I'm very I, slow. I, re I really empathize with that, honestly. <laughs> to the to the point where I think I do this thing where, and I need to stop doing it, where I set a date in my head and go, yep, it's coming. And then I get to that date and go, it ain't coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't coming yet. But no, they they will they will all be soon. Um and what's good is that it gives a kind of plethora of projects to to kind of delve into, and then whichever ones I know that Jess obviously talked um, with you about, like directing some, um, and then you know Ewan being the A-list actor that he is coming back for, <laughs> you know, for all of them. I mean, we've got, uh, <laughs> got our a audience have no idea, and they shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't be exposed to my acting talents. Oh, they're great. I can't wait so, to see it. Someone's someone stumbled upon, and this is generally not a joke. Someone stumbled upon the animation that we did in uni, and oh, my god. god, I was sent it, and I was like, "Don't!" I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, please, for the love of God, Brilliant. don't." So yeah, that that's it from me. I mean, my my weeks of it's been a bit quiet with watching stuff, just mainly the Rex and this series. Cool, you in? Yeah, well, um, so we've got Dynasty I've... or <laughs> well, well, I'll just I'll just mention a, a couple which well, I which yeah, I sure. I'll, I'll yeah. get to. So I watched Pedro Almodovar's new film, Parallel Mothers, which is all right. It, it was sort of um, it's quite an interesting sort of. He's a quite a famous Spanish director. Um, and like Penelope Cruz stars as a uh, a forty year old photographer who becomes a mother and she and she befriends a younger mother on on the same ward. Sounds sort great. Of, yeah, I mean it's yeah. not it's it, it's fine. It's fine. a lot of people like it more than I did, but it wasn't um it was it wasn't really for me. There's also the Responder on uh, BBC Ooh. One, which is yeah. Martin yeah. Freeman. Uh, yeah. Starring as a Liverpudlian police officer responding to 909 calls, and that's really, really good. Um, very gritty, very brutal, um, and yeah, very uh, quite dark. It's quite dark drama, and I, I really liked it. It's one of my favourite uh, series of uh, certainly of this month. Um, it's really good. Um, but the main thing is that I finally finished Downton Abbey, um, which was <laughs> which is a very good. Uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed watching Downton Abbey. I thought it was such a sort of pleasant and lovely uh, experience. I know it's not to everyone's taste, but it's sort of. Um, but it was weird, right? Because I because I, I I actually think the finale was done really really well, and I think it's one of the best TV finales I've seen. Um, because you know, with TV finales, especially of like popular 
series, it, it can often go haywire and it can it can be sort of um, like things aren't tied up or things aren't that satisfying um, at the end. But I think with Downton Abbey, they, they really tie up everything. And I think it's a really satisfying finale. Interestingly, with the film, it's really weird. They sort of try and uh, they've done this with sort of TV drama, uh, BBC is not BBC, British TV dramas in the past when they go to make their own film is that they make it, they tried so hard to make it cinematic. And it's, it's, it was really weird with this one because down because Downton Abbey, the motion picture it's called, well, is shot in a really wide lens. Like it's something that the aspect ratio is like two, three, nine or whatever. And I mean, the series wasn't like that. The series was very sort of conventional and close and interesting. Whereas with the with the really wide angle lens, you're like really sort of like far away from like the over shoulder shots. They're just like you're like you're not close to the characters at all. And I think that's like it's almost I think cause it was like it was like an American uh, distributor as well. I, I think they wanted a kind of make everything grander and more sort of um I suppose more cinematic, but I, but I think like I think they they did a similar thing with the Inbetweeners movie, um, in that they try and they tried too hard to make it cinematic. They they went back to basics in the second one, but they yeah. sort of like I think they just tried too hard, and I think they did the same with Downton Abbey. I quite enjoyed the film, but it was sort of like, I mean, first I don't think it was necessary, but I could say that with a lot of stuff. But it was sort of I don't know, it was it was, it was too cinematic. Um, but no, I enjoyed enjoyed it. It was good. That's about it. Okay. Um, so I think that's pretty much. I watched trailer part, trailer part boys series twelve, which I'm here enough at the end, of, which is just ridiculous. Loads of fun. <laughs> I think is the last time you see Leahy in it. Um, it's it's so good. I have to say they come up with this. They start making their own beer, and then all the beer gets shot up. <laughs> they, you know, for some reason, you know, Ricky puts a load of manure under people's houses, uh, under their caravans, and magic mushrooms grow underneath. And <laughs> so then he sells all the magic mu- magic mushrooms, and it's just just madness. The whole thing. When, when did this so one come? Fun. When did this one come out? Sorry, a year season. or two ago, a couple of years okay. maybe. It's it's the last one. It's just so good. The whole set. I I can't. You know, Ricky, as you can see there, starts his own business doing home repairs and things, and it doesn't go <laughs> too well. Um, and he has a new girlfriend that doesn't go too well either. But it it's just a lot of fun. If you haven't seen it, Larry, get on it because I was going to say I don't think I've seen season it, twelve, but I've seen ridiculous. all the others. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, as you can see, listeners, you won't I be able to, it. but it's a lot of fun. So that's yeah, <laughs> brilliant. And um, that's pretty much. I didn't watch any real horror this week. It's been a bit of a funny week. Been reading a lot, but um, haven't really watched much horror. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. So next week, um, now me and Larry had a chat earlier, and we thought because Scream Fives out or Scream, whatever it's called. Yeah, and maybe we could do the screen films now. I'm happy if we all did one each. So one of us does one, one of us does two. Controversial, no? <laughs> Potentially, all four of us could be watching a different film. Or would you like to watch all four, Jess, in one day? It's entirely up to you. <laughs> um, so, I don't think I've even seen any of them. 
Okay, so I think you should three. watch probably the first one then. <laughs> yeah, probably. We'll, we'll give you three. I'll take one. For, I'll <laughs> take four. one for the team and do three. All right. I'll do okay. four. I'm I'm okay, jumping I'll do on two. Four. And I quite enjoy two, so I'm all right with that. Yeah, so I, I hate three, so I'm doing three. <laughs> I was surprised just... you said three. I was surprised. From yeah, what you said I don't earlier. want to, but like it's wow, well, why not? I I might get something from it this time, number three. Um so next week we do scream. One, two, three, and four. And uh yeah. We can try and explain to you, Jess, what happens in two, three, and four. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna paint the picture for you. Mm. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, hopefully, this has gone all right. Uh, yeah. if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we're gonna try and do this all the time now. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun anyway, um, and it seems to work better. Mm. And uh, we'll be back next week with our episode 67 Scream One, Two, Three, and Four. This is where I'll cock this up now as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, see you later. Bye. Bye. I have two questions.